You're listening to the Authorpreneur Podcast, episode number 21. Welcome to the Authorpreneur Podcast. I'm your host, thriller writer, Amelia Hay. On this podcast, I will bring you writing, book marketing, and self-publishing advice so that you can create your dream author business, build your author platform, and be creatively independent. You can find the episode show notes and lots more information on the podcast page at ameliahay.com forward slash podcast. Hello writers, as I was preparing the notes for what I thought was going to be the next episode of the Authorpreneur podcast, I realized that I needed to talk about how to choose the right ending for your story before discussing the climactic sequence or the third act. I had planned on discussing story endings in season two, but in the final hour, I decided to bring this subject forward. So how do you choose the right ending for your story? In this episode, I will discuss the three things you need to consider to craft a killer ending for your novel. So let's get started. Before I dive into the writing tips, this is the 10th installment in my series on three-act structure. If you've just joined me on this episode, then I will link the previous nine episodes in the show notes over on my blog. You can find the show notes at ameliahay.com forward slash story ending. Tip number one, consider your story ending options. So what are your options for wrapping up a great story? In terms of ending, there are only three options, either win, lose, or draw. The first two story ending options are self-explanatory. The hero wins or loses. A story ending in a draw is a moment where the hero and the villain reach an impasse. On the surface, the villain appears to have won, but at a significant cost. Alternatively, the hero wins, but pays a high price for this success. It's almost bittersweet for either party. The truth is, is unless you're writing a romance you don't need to write a happy ending or a happy for now ending an ambiguous ending is perfectly acceptable what matters when it comes to story endings is whether it's satis- it's a satisfying ending for your story it's not enough for you as a writer to create a killer story ending that fits into one of these previously mentioned categories there are a few variables that you need to consider as you choose the right ending for your story Tip number two, think about whether you're writing in a series or a standalone. Is your story a part of a series or is it a standalone? I'm asking you this question because your answer will make a difference to your choice of story ending. A standalone novel is precisely what it sounds. It's a story that spans one book. Everything is neatly tied up at the end of the book in a pretty bow. An ambiguous ending isn't going to satisfy readers in this case, but is a standalone novel the best choice for the story you've written? What if your story is too large for one book? If your story is too large for one novel, then this is where a series of books is a great option. Another point to consider is the conflict between your protagonist and antagonist. Before you dive in and make big plans for your antagonistic force, consider the following questions. Is it realistic for your villain to go down in just one story? Or is it a case of slowly pinning down the four corners of a tent in order to defeat your antagonist? The desire to keep a villain around for a little longer is where a series of books is a great option. Just a side note, I will go in 
into how to write a series of novels in more depth in a later episode. But for now, I'm going to give you the Reader's Digest version. In a first in-series book, it's quite common to have a large cast and multiple subplots. All of these elements create tiny branches that can be explored in later books in the series. In light of this, it's quite common to have an ending that feels like an impasse, where neither party wins, but the antagonist is stopped in his tracks for now and is left to regroup. Tip number three, think about your story's genre. Before I dive into how genre is an indication of reader expectation, I want to quickly define how I intend on using the word genre. The way I use the term genre is a place on the bookshelf or in terms of an online store, the category where the reader will find your book. So why is this definition so important? Your book's genre will immediately tell a reader whether they will like your story or not. This is especially true of the romance genre. For some reason, romance readers are aware of the tropes that fill the pages of a romance novel. I believe this awareness is because they are considered whale readers and consume more novels than the average reader. This reader awareness doesn't mean you should use genre like a strict set of rules. Genre tropes and expectations are more like guidelines. You don't necessarily have to tick all of the genre trope boxes. As a writer, it's your job to do a little research and figure out which tropes are a must-have and the ones that are a nice-to-have. If you choose to rock the boat with your genre, I would advise against this in your first few novels. Wait until you have a fan base that will read everything you write, then craft a story with a genre-busting ending. All of this boils down to knowing your audience. If you're writing a romance and you decide to give your main characters a Romeo and Juliet-style ending, then you need to understand that you're writing a tragedy and not a romance. This is the exception to the genre-busting ending. In most other genres, you can get away with a little ambiguity or something less than happy. In light of this, what if you want to keep your villain around for the next series? If so, consider this next question. How can you meet the reader's expectation? Give them a satisfying ending, but keep the antagonist around to continue the battle on in this series. If you do choose this to keep the villain around, eventually your villain has to get what they deserve. They need to be overcome eventually in the series. Otherwise, the reader will be disappointed. No one wants to read a series about a villain winning because it's a villain constantly triumphing and never failing and never having consequences for their actions. This whole notion of good overcoming evil, I know it's, it's quite an extreme concept, but a reader's pre-programmed to, to expect good to win out over evil and you sort of need to to deliver that in a book but you know there's nothing stopping you from getting creative about this but eventually your villain has to there needs to be some real world real world consequences for them The three points you need to consider as you choose the right ending for your story are as follows. The type of story ending that's best for your book, whether your story is a part of a series or a standalone, and number three, and your story's genre and reader expectations. Are you struggling to craft the perfect ending for your story? I want to hear from you. Let me know by coming over to the show notes for this episode at ameliahay.com forward slash story hyphen ending. And let me know in the comments where you're struggling and the steps you're going to take to improve your story. Thank you for listening and I'll see you in the next episode of the Authorpreneur Podcast.
Thank you for listening to the Authorpreneur podcast. If you're new to this podcast or want to be notified about more episodes just like this, then click the subscribe button right now. I'm your host, Amelia Hay, and I'll see you next week for another episode.